From San Diego, California, this is a One Extraordinary Marriage Show. We're being busy is overdone, romancing is fun, and scheduling sex has taken the guesswork out of wondering when you're going to get some. I'm Tony DeLorenzo, your co-host, along with my beautiful wife, Elisa. From coast to coast and around the world, thank you for joining us. It's time to talk sex, love, and commitment. Give us a call or text us on the Hug Hotline at 858-876-5663 or send us an email to hugs at oneextraordinarymarriage.com. In today's show, we're looking at what needs to happen to have the sex talk again and again, what the obstacles are, and how you can overcome them to have a deep sexual connection. There's an anonymous quote that says, when we avoid challenging conversations, we trade short-term discomfort for long-term dysfunction. So just think about that. We, We step back. And we don't say something, we don't say something, and then years later, we see the dysfunction. Absolutely. And so that short-term discomfort, and, and that's what we're going to be talking about, because talking about sex can often feel both you know, uncomfortable yeah. and dysfunctional. And mm-hmm. we're going to bring that all together and really equip the, the two of you today. But we start every One Extraordinary Marriage show with a hug, and a hug's a story of transformation. That's right. It's someone else in the one family having breakthrough in their marriage, and this week's hug is sponsored by Rothy's, and we're going to be sharing more about what they're doing for fabulous footwear a little bit later in the show. But this hug comes from a message that we received, and it says, I am a new listener and have only found your podcast as of this week. I've loved everything I've listened to so far. My wife has been asking me to find something anything to help with ideas on ways to help our marriage. And after finding your podcast, I finally feel like I have a plan to move forward. Right on. Last night for the first time, we had a very good talk. Most nights we relaxed with one another in the tub, sitting in the same direction. And and after listening to one of your shows, I asked her a question I heard. I climbed in the tub and said, what did I used to do in our relationship, which you really liked? After a few comparisons to the ways that things have changed more recently, she mentioned multiple things which she feels I haven't done in a while. She turned around so that we could see each other and we continued to have a 30 to 40 minute conversation about things I could do that I haven't done in a while. It was the first time in a long time that we've been able to have a really good conversation. Love it. I look forward to the lessons I learned from you as I work with her to get back to where we were before. I love it. I love it. And it starts with that conversation. And hey, welcome to each and every one of you who are new here to the one family. We're truly honored and blessed to have you. And we're excited to hear about your transformation. So hey, email us, text us, or even or even send in a voicemail. We'd love to share that with others. Well, and I love just as we're talking about that hug just briefly, you know, here's a husband that is having a difficult conversation, right? What did I used to do in our relationship, which you really liked? Mm-hmm. Right. That could be one of those conversations where you're like, I don't know where this is going to go. And yet he had the boldness and the courage to ask that question. And you look at the fruit that was on the other side of that, a 30 to 40 minute conversation. And that's you know, the start. That's the start. And what he said was, as I work with her to get back, right, it's about being on the same team. And that's a lot of what we're talking about, you know, here in this idea of having those sex talks right? Because talking about sex in your marriage is not just a one-time conversation, right? We no. spent the first 11 years of our marriage barely talking about sex. If we were lucky. <laughs> but, you know, it would fall, like if you were to look at like a, usually sometimes and rarely, we would be checking the box for, you know, if, do you talk about sex? That would be a rarely thing. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. And, and you know, for those of you that don't know our story, 11, almost 12 years ago, we did the 60 days of sex challenge. And when you're committing to having sex for 60 days in a row, it kind of becomes something that you talk about. 
Yeah. And if you're looking for that, if you're new and you're like, where do I find that? You can go to actually episode one and you will find it. It's And for those of you that need a quick reference, it's oneextraordinarymarriage.com slash 001. It'll make it super easy for you. But it's one of those things where, you know, in that season, right, we were able to really be able to talk about sex. You know, we, we were talking about positions. We were talking about all of this stuff. And, and that would eventually launch One Extraordinary Marriage. It would mm-hmm. launch the intimacy lifestyle. It would launch all of these things. And, and we were able to talk about sex. But even with all of those strategies, you guys, even going through that, we still in places and in, in seasons in our marriage have found it difficult and found it to talk about sex and found it necessary to have the sex talk over and over again. Mm-hmm. Because you can find yourself in a place where, you know, you're doing the same positions that you've been doing forever and ever and ever. Or your responses to, you know, some type of initiating are kind of like, yeah, you know, sure. Whatever. Same thing. Same thing. Or, you know, there's a lack of engagement, right? One person's just kind of there, sort of the warm body. And, and instead of, you know, it's, it's something that you look forward to and it's like, oh my gosh, like I get to have sex with my spouse. This is amazing. And I can't wait. You're like, yeah, let me, let me just, uh, you know, let's just check this off the list. One thing I, I'm going to just share because we have gone through stages of this and I have seen this happen on both sides. And, and most times I think it's easy as a spouse to see what your spouse does. So I, it's easier for me to see what Elisa does to evade the sex talk or talking about sex or even having sex. So one of the big things for her, and I still remember this, and there are still times when this will come into play. Elisa's like, I have to read. And it, it's like, I'm going to, I, I need to read. And, and I would remember back in the day what that meant was basically like, I know I'm going to read until you fall asleep. And then I can just go on with my, with my evening. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, everybody's got their strategy, mm-hmm. right? For, for falling back into your routines or what happens when you fall back into your routine. Like, mm-hmm. th- like those things that you do, they're just kind of the same old, same old. And, and you can be in this place where you've had like this season of amazing sex, right? A lot of you in the one family have done the seven days of sex challenge or, or you're, you know, you've gone above and beyond you, you know, you messaged us with your, we did it because you did, you know, 30 days or 60 days or whatever you did, or you've adopted the intimacy lifestyle and you're like, wow, look yeah. at us. And then all of a sudden you find yourself in a place going, wait a minute, we're, we're back to, you know, being less than extraordinary. Mm-hmm. And you find yourself wondering how, how did we get here? Mm-hmm. And, and how do we, like, we've already talked about sex. How do we, how do we bring the conversation up? How do I bring the conversation up again? Not even a we, how do I say something to my spouse? Because I, I don't even know where, where the disconnect started again. And, and, you know, asking the one family earlier this week on Instagram, it turns out that 89% of you have experienced this type of cycle in your marriage where you've had a season of great sex followed by something that becomes more routine. And it's so, it gets frustrating Mm -hmm. because you're like, I know what's possible. Mm -hmm. So how did we fall back and how do we get back to what's possible? And, and true story, this happened in the DiLorenzo household just this past week, right? It was one of those things where we had sex on Sunday, Mm -hmm. right? Which is Tony's, you know, in our intimacy lifestyle, Tony has the privilege of Sunday, Monday, and Tuesday. So we had sex on Sunday. And then Monday, was it Monday? Yeah, I think it was Monday. I woke up and I'm like, you know, yes, I'm like, I'm going to initiate on Tony's day. 
Like mm-hmm. this is going to be amazing. Yeah, we we've just been a little. We, we, so intimacy lifestyle. Just so you guys know, we schedule our sex, and we have been doing that for nine years, almost ten years now. So for me to initiate is on on my days are Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. For Elisa, would be Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday is a bonus day or an off day for us. And this particular week, we had had sex on Sunday. It, it was good. I would say it was it was good. It wasn't like amazing or anything to to write home about. Um, and then on Monday, though, and I don't know why you did that on Monday morning. You began to initiate. Uh, very out of character for me, but I did. Mm-hmm. And because in my mind, I'm like, okay, like I, I had already pictured what our week was going to look like, and I knew that we were going to have many many days in a row where evenings were out, and we've got mm-hmm. kids home from spring break, and I was just like, we've got a window. Mm-hmm. And I'm just going to initiate, even though it's not my day. And, and that's a whole story for another day about initiating you know, when it's not your day. But afterwards, Tony was like, wow. And I, and so I like went down the laundry list. I'm like, well, we've got this and this and this and this. And so I just thought I'd do it here. And, and while the intent behind that was good, the messaging that was received on Tony's side said, so you're just trying basically to fit me in because we got all these other things going on. Yeah, and what ended up happening afterwards is that I felt like, to me personally, we were just we were just doing it. It, it was just sort of like, hey, l- let's just get this in because the week's going to get busy. And 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 I felt like afterwards, I, I started just thinking in my head. I'm like, okay, Elisa probably did that, knowing most likely that we're not going to have time during her days of the week, so Wednesday, Thursday, or Friday you knowing that possibly you're going to be starting your period. And so those things came up. And yet at the same time, I was like, it, it, it's just felt like from on Monday, it was a more of a culmination of multiple times of we're just, we're just doing it. We're falling back into this routine of, Hey, we're on this, we're on this path of doing our intimacy lifestyle. And we're going to do it. And yet there are times when we just fall into these ruts, into these lulls. And so we, we got changed. We got up, we took a shower, whatever. And then I just remember being frustrated though. And, and, and I didn't know how to bring this up. And that's where this show really comes into is how do we get that in, and how do we deepen our sexual connection if we're fearful or afraid mm-hmm. or hesitant to bring up when it's not that great. And I was standing there in our kitchen going, we talk about this all the time, and yet I'm sitting here trying to figure out the best way to say what I need to say in a tone that is not defensive or putting Elisa down, but will allow us to deepen that sexual connection when we get to places like this. And so that's where this is coming from because I was frustrated. Mm-hmm. And I know you may be there as well. When you're going on, man, maybe you've done the seven days of sex challenge, maybe you've done 30, 60 or more and, or you're doing the intimacy lifestyle and now you're just like, ugh, or you're not, you haven't done any of that and you're sitting there going, how do we deepen our sexual connection? What do I even say? How do I even get to that place where I can begin to talk to my spouse about Mm -hmm. it? I hope you heard what Tony said, because even for us where this is, this is what we do. Guys, we talk about sex. A lot. Mm-hmm. And yet there can still be times when it feels awkward or vulnerable or, you know, like, oh, should we even be talking about this? Right? Most people were not raised in families that talked openly about sex. We weren't. I, I, definitely I, not. I mean, nope. wow. 
Yeah. You know, the, I, the, the, my sex talk was basically, hey, you know, don't get a girl pregnant. But my dad never told me how to get a girl pregnant. So I'm 44 years old. I don't remember ever having a sex talk with either one of my parents. Right now, they just listen to the show, which is kind of a whole nother <laughs> kind of weird thing in my life. But so often we get into this place where, you know, we've got those emotions and, and we're worried. There's this fear inside of us that if I bring it up, I'm going to get rejected or I'm going to be judged for what I say, or I'm going to be misunderstood, or maybe I'll hurt my spouse or I'll offend them. And so we just start stuffing. Mm -hmm. Or we brought it up in the past right. and it didn't go as planned. And so we brought it up once and then it's a no-go. Mm -hmm. And so we have to be able though, if we're going to grow in our, in our relationship, in our marriage, it can't be a one and done. Mm. We have to have that so that sex talk again and again through good times and those times where it's not the greatest. It, and I'm so glad you said it's not a one and done because I think there are a lot of folks out there who are like, well, we've talked about it, right? I've expressed my desires. I've, we've talked, you know, how often we want to have sex. So why isn't it happening? Mm-hmm. Well, because all of those emotions, all of those messages that you grew up with, they tend to want to override the fact that within marriage, sex is one of those topics, folks, that you should be talking about. It's not dirty. It's not unnatural. It's not, you know, a taboo topic. Healthy marriages talk about sex often. Now, you all define what often is. Mm-hmm. That, that's, that's not for Tony and I to define. But if you're talking about your money regularly, if you're talking about your spiritual intimacy, if you're talking about your emotional intimacy, hello, I'm just going to be like kind of direct here. Physical and sexual intimacy is another intimacy you need to be talking about. Mm -hmm. And it's the same skills. You know, when you develop the ability to talk about, it, it's the same skills. But we have to do it. Your body if I can be real clear, your body was designed to be sexually intimate with your spouse. You were designed to come together that way. And you can't know, like, I don't know what's going on with Tony unless he tells me. Mm -hmm. I, I don't know what's working for him sexually unless he tells me. I don't know if there's frustration around our sexual intimacy unless he tells me. And if we don't talk about it, we don't get the opportunity to deepen our sexual connection mm -hmm. because there's a one-sidedness. As extraordinary marriages, we have to say, you know what? I'm going to go deeper. I, I'm going to, you know, maybe it's just dipping your toe the first time so that eventually you're going to be able to dive in. I love our position of the month club partners because they get our position post every month and they get challenged mm -hmm. with a new position every month. We have resources and articles and it's amazing hearing our summit partners share what they get out of it because it is, it's challenging them to go, you know what? I do have to go deeper. Mm -hmm. I do need to go and, and take a step. And even from the one family, when you guys hear a podcast, I mean, one of the biggest ones that, that I've heard recently from, from many of you, both husband and wife is what color is your underwear? Mm -hmm. Because it's just one of those areas where, you know what? It, it's sort of sexual because it covers an area that we love to use during sex. And it's, it, it's an interesting play because you guys get that and you go, okay, this is something we can talk about. It's not overt sexual. Like we're not going deep in like, do you want oral? Do you need this? Do you need that? But we're able to talk about something as simple as our underwear mm -hmm. and how that 
turns us on sexually, how that individually, like when I wear my gin cheese, I just sort of get a little swagger, like, all right, cool. I'm feeling it today. Or, you know, or Lisa is wearing the color that makes her just shine. And I see that. That is a simple talk, an opening even for your sexual intimacy. Again, sexual intimacy doesn't need to be just the hardcore questions, you know, what's this position or do we need to do that position? Is it have to be oral, the shower? No, we can, we can start as simple as what color is your underwear? I love that you brought up the underwear right there because there are a lot of people that have this mindset that if we talk about sex or if we talk about sexuality or or things that are sexual, it's going to take all the fun out of it. And, And I'd counter that knowing what works for your spouse, knowing what turns them on, knowing what they like actually empowers you to have more fun sexually. Definitely. You better believe when I found out that there was a certain color that Tony liked, if you look at my underwear drawer, it's predominantly that color. When we found a lubricant that we like, what well, it sits, we have a couple, they sit on our nightstand. Mm-hmm. Why? Because we know they're a help. We know that they are a turn on. We know that they in, uh, heighten the sexual arousal. And so, you know, as we start to talk about what are those strategies, right? How do you have these conversations? I, we're going to be bridging that gap from where you are to where you want to be. But f- before we do that, we want to thank this week's sponsor. And the company is Rothy's and they have quickly grown to the most love got to have them brand of shoes. And it's no surprise as they have over a thousand nearly perfect reviews. Mm. Rothy's are seamlessly crafted from recycled water bottles. Think about that guys, recycled water bottles. And they're so ultra comfortable literally as soon as you slip them on. For me, they feel like a pair of gloves on my feet. I love them. There's zero break in period with these shoes and they're going to easily become your favorite everyday flat. They're stylish and they're versatile and they're going to go with everything from your yoga pants to your dresses and skirts. You know, I took mine. Um, I actually travel with mine. I wear them on the plane, but more importantly, when you've spent that long day in heels, you know, maybe you've got your favorite black heels. I keep my black honeycomb points in my bag so that I can like give my feet a rest and be able to power through the rest of the day with those shoes. And another great bonus is that they're fully machine washable. So every time you need a refresh, toss them in the washing machine and you get a brand new pair every day. Check out all the amazing styles right now at rothys.com one. Just go to rothys.com one to get your new favorite flats. Comfort, style, and sustainability. These are the shoes you've been waiting for. So head to rothys.com one today. Mm. So as we've been talking about this gap, right? Talking about, you know, how do we go deeper in our sexual connection? And how do we, you know, because sometimes I actually envision this between Tony and I, and even the other day standing in our kitchen, I envision it as being on two sides of the Grand Canyon, right? He's standing over there. I'm over here. And like, it feels like we're walking a tightrope when it comes to discussing these sexual Mm -hmm. issues, that one wrong move, one off balance. And and we're just going to, we're just going to, catapult into this canyon and we won't be able to get back out and the the easy the easiest thing to do is to equip yourself with how do i get started Mm -hmm. right because so many times it's i don't know where to begin that's the thought that's going through your head or if i bring it up i'm going to be rejected i'm going to be pushed away these are these are things that come up in my mind anyways like even when i when i entered into the kitchen, bringing this up to Elisa going, okay, if I bring this up, how is she going to react to what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Is she, is she going to, she going to take it and go, okay, I hear you. 
and we need to make adjustments or is she just going to go no you misread me mm-hmm. and and that's and that's the truth you guys this isn't this isn't perfect this isn't a this isn't a like hey we just get out there and it works perfectly there there is a dance we're doing mm. and we we have to be willing though to dance together knowing that we may have a little confrontation knowing that we may have a little headbutting because of our upbringing of how we see sex how we view sex how it's been portrayed to us be it from our parents from friends tv shows whatever it may be and yet together i know when i bring it up even though i have a little trepidation i know elise and i are going to be on the same team we're going to work together it may not look perfect so don't don't think that, hey, if you bring this up and your wife or your husband doesn't take it exactly the way you want it, it's okay. You're not alone. You're bringing something up to them that they may find it's just not something that needs to be discussed. And yet we can get you some questions that you can at least start opening the conversation. And I want to be real clear that no one makes it across the Grand Canyon in a single leap. Nope. Not at all. Right. If you hear about those excursions into the Grand Canyon, I mean, they have to go down and they have, you know, their support and then they have to come back up and it's these epic journeys. And that's how it is in our marriage, right? Having conversations about sex, deepening our sexual connection. It's literally one step at a time. It's learning what works in your marriage. It's having a few questions such as, you know, what, what are our sexual strengths, right? Let's start from a place of positivity. What do we do well? Mm-hmm. So write that down, or if you're driving, make sure you come back to that. <laughs> but but here's here's a great question that you can start with that really puts you guys at a place of of power together. Mm-hmm. I want to say because what are our sexual strengths? Let's go there. Let's really look at that. What do we do well? Mm-hmm. What have we done well in the past together? What do we enjoy that has brought you um, has brought you to climax? Mm-hmm. Has, has brought you closer to one another? So just asking that simple question, what are our sexual strengths? I love uh, you know, this, uh, this other question that says, what has been your favorite moment from our sex life? And to really, you know, there's a reason we're starting with these positive questions. And that's because it's so much easier to get into a challenging conversation from a place of positivity. Mm-hmm. Instead of saying, what can I do better? Which can be like, okay, well, I don't know, like if you actually want feedback or I don't know if you want criticism, but we step into this place of saying, you know, what has been our, what are our sexual strengths? What's been your favorite moment? And, and by doing this too, it begins to jog the memory back to that time. And we get to see going, wow, we did fall into this rut. Mm-hmm. So let's get back to what we enjoy. I know for Elisa and I, there are times when we'll just get right into the missionary position. And it's just like, and many of you may do this as well. Maybe not. I don't know. Maybe it's just us. And we fall into that like, okay, it's just an easy position, blah, blah, blah. But we, we do have the twisted smurf, which is one of our favorite positions. And when we, when we want to like look at stuff, when I go, what are, what are, what's one of our sexual strengths? I go, when we get into that position, I feel like there's this really deep connection. There's mm-hmm. something fun. It's, it's, it's exciting for us. So we can get back into that. And just by saying that, I think it, it would put a smile on Elisa's face. Well, besides the fact that I think the name is hysterical, but, (laughs) but yes. And that's, you know, so we start from this place of positivity and then, you know, we start asking, you know, how would, how do you want to be touched? Mm -hmm. Because maybe like us, what's worked, you know, what works now isn't what worked 22 years ago. Maybe it is. I don't know, but it might be time to have that conversation. And it's looking at, you know, timing 
and location matter when you're having these conversations. If you'll notice that Tony did not have, if you, you know, at the beginning of the show, Tony said we had this conversation in our kitchen, mm-hmm. right? Not in our bedroom. We've said this time and time again. We will continue to say this. Being outside of your bedroom talking about sex actually helps you to talk about sex because there isn't all of that weight. The other thing that I hope you caught when Tony said is, how can I keep my tone of voice in a place that isn't going to be inflammatory, isn't going to be accusatory, right? But it's going to keep it calm so that we can have this conversation. And, you know, it was... It was interesting to see as we, you know, pulled the one family, what are, what do you do to have success mm-hmm. in these conversations? And yeah. so many of you, um, and we're grateful for this. So many of you mentioned that you listen to the podcast or you'll share a podcast episode or the two of you will listen to a show together and then use that as a jumping off point. Many of you have used the 19 questions mm-hmm. or, or oh, go ahead. No, no, no. I was going to say with the podcast, here are some examples that we've heard from many of you in the one family. You both listen to it separately mm-hmm. and then you come together and you start talking about it. So in, in this one in particular, the questions that we ask, if you're both listening, then come together and just start asking these questions. One other question that I liked from that, from our list is what gets you in the mood the most? Mm-hmm. That's another one that just starts driving down that, that road of like, okay, what's our sexual intimacy? The 19 questions to amazing sex, com slash 19 questions. This is going to get deeper. Mm-hmm. This is going to get deeper. I mean, we, we start talking about vibrators and dildos and, and positions and, and where we can have sex. So we're going to go, we're going to go a lot deeper. And yet with that, you have a guide, mm-hmm. you have something, even I still love this this guide because when we're on our honeymoon or not our honeymoon, our anniversaries, it's typically the time that we do it. Mm-hmm. And actually we have even our a marriage retreat we're attending and speaking at that. I, I think we will probably have it printed out and we'll probably use it, mm-hmm. you know, as we're driving down because it's a great way for us to just, Oh, okay. And sometimes the answers are the same, but we can dig deeper and ask deeper questions from that. Okay. Well, how can we use it this way? Or how about that. What did you like about that? What didn't you like? You know, is there something else? I mean, a lot of folks in position of the month club have been asking about certain positions, but their lower back is hurting. Mm -hmm. So we've been, we've been sharing the liberator wedge Mm -hmm. and that wedge just helps. So you don't have pressure on your back, both for male and female. One of our great, one of our great listeners, Chuck Mm. from the one family shared that with us many years ago. I think it was on the first, uh, that's the 100th show, 100th show. So we love you, Chuck. And we can't wait to hear from you on our 500th show. But you know, there's different things that you begin to learn and go, okay, lube. Hey, if you're newly married, I'm going to tell you right now, there is no shame. There's nothing wrong. Go get lube guys. Go buy it for your wife. Just buy it for, have it available. We still use it. 22 years in, there are still times. So that's the stuff you get to learn. But what kind of lube do you like? Mm-hmm. It, 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 uh, some have a great scent to it. It, it. it drives a passion and a romance for you guys. Others don't have any. And it's just strictly utilitarian. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that's where those questions start to come out. But again, we're, gonna, we're not having this conversation once. We got to have it often. Many of you are using the coffee break as a way to stay on top of each other in sense of checking in each week. Mm-hmm. How is our sexual intimacy going and how do we how do we continue to grow each week? Well, and with that whether it's the coffee break or you're having you know the sex conversation and whatnot, be honest with one another. 
right? Don't, don't keep stuffing or hiding or, or, you know, whatever you're doing, choose to be honest, right? That's where the That's extraordinary is going to so come true. through. That yes. was, you know, our sexual intimacy needs us to be honest, not hurtful, not hurtful, not hurtful, but honest. And, and with that honesty, maintain an awareness of your tone of voice, right? When, when, you know, so many of you were commenting on this, it was about being calm, casual, encouraging, humble, straightforward, Right. When, when you're able to have that foundation to your tone of voice, the conversation does get to go deeper. You actually get to deepen your, your sexual connection because you're like, okay, I can listen to you. We, we don't hear each other when it becomes accusatory, when it becomes demanding, when it becomes angry or what, when all of that starts to happen, you can't hear anything. It just sounds like noise. But when your voice is calm, when you're in control, and when you're having those conversations, whether you're, you're doing it face-to-face, some of you really love face-to-face, some of you are having these conversations in the car, or you're doing it on walk and talks, or you know, in the bedroom, out of the bedroom, you will find a rhythm that works for you. But here's the thing, don't stop with one conversation. Whether it goes great or it doesn't, that's not the only conversation you need to have about your sex. Your sexual intimacy doesn't plateau, or doesn't you know, reach its pinnacle on your wedding night. The most extraordinary marriages as they continue throughout the life of their marriage to have these conversations to deepen their sexual intimacy are going to see that their sexual intimacy, just like I can say, I can give behind this microphone and tell you, our sexual intimacy is better now than it's ever been. And we're at 22 years. We still haven't reached the pinnacle of our sexual intimacy because we continue to go deeper and deeper. Yep. So let's do it. This week, hey, if you haven't had that conversation in a while, grab one of those questions that we shared during the show, something, the starter questions. If you're ready to go deeper, get the 19 questions to amazing sex. If you're ready, I mean, just jump in. Start start a seven days of sex challenge. Start an intimacy, start the intimacy lifestyle. Do something that's gonna be radical for you guys. And here's the thing, just keep walking the path. No matter on the highs or the lows, we're all here together walking right? And we're learning and we're growing together. So we want to hear your stories. We want to hear your hugs. So don't forget, share those hugs at hugs at one extraordinary marriage.com or send us a, or call us or text us at 858-876-5663. We love you guys. We're excited to hear what's going to happen with you, the sexual intimacy between you and your spouse. Love you guys. Have a fantastic week and catch you next week. Love you guys.